0: What is up sis? What is up? Happy Wednesday? It's not Tuesday today. It's Wednesday I was finally able to get this beautiful woman Gabby on the show today She is a really really incredible human and I don't even know how to really Intro you guys to her, but I'm just gonna tell you one thing She heals bodies right literally heals body. I call her a body worker But when I asked her, you know, what should I intro you as to the to the woman on the pod? she was like I don't like to go buy titles, and I was like, "What the hell do you mean you don't like to go buy titles?" So, Gabby, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. What's up?
1: Thank you so much for calling me, Oh, me to yeah. me to do this because I would never set this up myself ever. So thank you so much. You're for, welcome for uh, having me and thinking that I'm interesting enough to. uh Dude, you're beyond interesting underpuff. enough because the my, like the little fact in which you don't even she doesn't
0: like to be titled at all. So when I, I literally, 10 minutes ago, I was like, so what do you want me to introduce you as? What did you say to me?
1: Um, I said, I don't, I don't like to have a title. I've never had a title. And, um, I said on my website, it says, some people call me a trainer. Mm -hmm. Some people call me a healer. Mm -hmm. But when people want to feel their best, they just call me. Isn't that crazy? When people just want to feel their best, they call Gabby. Mm Yeah, so throughout the last 20 years, some people know me as a boxer, some people know me as a bodybuilder, some as a yoga instructor, some as a personal trainer, some as a healing practitioner. And so I've been working with people and their bodies and their energetic fields for for a long time. So, you know, I I, I don't really resonate with a job title Mm -hmm. because I don't really even think I'm done. Mm. You know, so I like to leave it open-ended. Yeah. So it gives me a lot of space to, to flow and, you know, wherever I go next and whatever it is I want to be or study. Totally. It's just, it's free.
0: Yeah, you yeah. flow.
1: Mm-hmm. What a life, dude. Yeah.
0: yeah. What a life. I know. It's really cool. Wouldn't life be even better, though, without titles? Like, why do we actually put titles on things I as think, society?
1: I think because we actually are born almost with titles so we're yeah. born with projections we're born from families with names mm-hmm. you know with um almost expectations and projections and so um we one either have to live up to these or we're called rebellious when we want to break yeah. out and almost create our our own titles yeah so going back to the why yeah I'm not really sure why i i just know that we're we're born that way yeah and so. That's so intriguing to me because I'm sitting here thinking, like, damn, we are that mm-hmm. society
0: that we live in. But if we don't need a fucking title, then why do I need to give myself a
1: title? Exactly.
0: And Gabby does not give herself a motherfucking title, y'all. She doesn't. But in my eyes, you're a body worker. Mm-hmm. Um, in others' eyes, you're a healer. You know, in other eyes, you. <sighs> You're a trainer, you know, you're so many things to so many people. So let's get into how you started healing bodies and why. When did this journey of saying, I want to heal people
1: start? When did it start and why? Um, You know, you know, I could say, oh, I graduated from college and then I became a trainer and I could say, okay, around 21. Yet when I really, um, look back at it, I think I was doing it from the time I was born. Wow. Um, I was, I was a pretty cool chick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember, uh, if I have this feeling of myself which is weird to say out loud and now you know i know other people are going to hear it so um it, it felt almost as if my face like is um making a circle around yeah. my head and then there was just light coming out ah. and uh, i just remember um you know, going to my the kids' parties and always kind of hanging out with the adults and, you know, just people kind of always wanting to, to be around me. Right. Um, and I was a really, I feel like, a happy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to go to my friend's house, and I used to clean out their drawers and fold their clothes. Yeah. And a lot of the parents liked when I came over because then their kids rooms would be clean (laughs) right I remember you know sometimes if my friends had stomach aches I would be rubbing their bellies and Mm -hmm. just you know things like like that um and then I was always really active yeah I was always physical and I was dancing and I was playing sports and then we enter the you know the pubescent age where you know everything changes yeah uh, you rebel against everything or so that was my you know my experience and so i remember just coming home from school and ripping my pants off and throwing on a sports bra and uh sneakers and just running yeah and i think it was because i think i thought i was fat Mm. because when you go from like you know, you're like 9, 10, and then all of a sudden you have a summer, you know, you go to the summer, and then you come back, and you, you have tits, and yeah. you have belly, and you yeah, yeah. these things that you didn't have before. Yes. Uh, I think rather than talking about it with, with people, you kind of just go internal, and you mm-hmm. think, okay... Uh, I don't really know what the what the forefront of my mind is, but I just know that I used to come home and just rip my pants off and get on the treadmill. Wow. And I just started running. Um and then I was I think it was like seventh or eighth grade and I uh at after school sport was like cheerleading. Yeah. So I think it was like two weeks I lasted before I went to the guidance counselor and I was like I can't do this and they're like well we're in we're already into the season so your only other choice is to go to the weight room and I was like sign me up yeah and when I got to the weight room there was all high school boys and a trainer Mm -hmm. who had to oversee the whole gym right I believe his name was Jeff and he taught me how to train yeah how to lift the basic lifts and so now I was just training and lifting and dancing and playing sports and um by the time I got out of college that's when my dad gave me my phone bill and he said pay it mm. and I was like pay it? okay I don't have a job adulting vegan. I, 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 I just I just graduated two weeks ago I spent all the money that I made when I was working in college so now what and there was the equinox uh yeah, living in Long Island. Yeah, yeah. So I, if y'all don't already know, she's from New York. <laughs> if you
0: can't hear it in her accent.
1: Yeah, so I went over to the gym and I said, uh, you know, I interviewed and I remember they didn't want to hire me and I just looked around the gym and I said, who's your top trainer here? And they pointed to a guy named Denny. And I said, if I'm not following him in the next three months, you can get rid of me. Mm. And sure enough... You're following I was, him. I was following him right behind him. That's dope. Yeah. So you started personal training right out of
0: school two weeks after wow yeah because you had to pay your damn phone bill i had to pay my damn what an interesting path that (laughs) life takes us on right because you just literally brought us back to like being a child and these feelings of feeling like these extraterrestrial light beams as a child right so you're noticing your magic which is fucking powerful because not a lot of women or young girls or men rather feel like that or are aware of that or know that yeah. so kudos to you for that that's incredible and then being aware of your body mm-hmm. and then being aware like well maybe i'm not doing this because i'm fat maybe i'm doing it you know just because i'm doing it you know and then it became an actual part of your life yeah right like this training <laughs> yeah. aspect so now you're at the point where you're a trainer mm-hmm. and you're literally starting to heal bodies i want to let the people that are listening I want to jump into what you're doing now as gabby literally healing people's bodies what is the work that you do
1: um what is the work?
0: <laughs> yeah what is the work how do you heal these how do you train these people's bodies like when okay. people come to you
1: to feel better what are you doing so you know when we're uh when we're in school um we, we get homework to do, mm-hmm. right? We have math homework, we have science homework, social studies, and whatever else. And, you know, as, um, as adults, I say, we have adult homework. We have physical homework, mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic. And so when I'm working with people and on people, I'm um, using modalities in each world. Mm. And so when I'm working with the physical body, um, uh, a lot of it is deep tissue work where I'm using my feet and I'm breaking up the tissue imagine Mm. making like grapes into wine right so once wine is wine it doesn't go back to being Mm. grapes so when I'm working on the tissue it's an evolutionary process of getting healthier and healthier and healthier so Mm. I'm getting the tissue of the body nice and moist and juicy and the blood flow and then also I'm getting the meridian channels which are energy pathways Um, You could picture that over time those get jammed like traffic. Yes, and so I um, I Get those to open and for those to flow and so those are all connected to our organs And the health of our organs and our organs they have characteristics They have high-functioning characteristics Mm -hmm. and they have low-functioning characteristics. Mm -hmm. So imagine if your tissue is super dry and your meridians are all jammed up, we're going to display these low functioning vibra- you know, vibrational yeah. behaviors. Right. So that's what I call disease, dis-ease mm. in the body. Mm. And so there's a disconnect from self when your body is starting to almost like die on you, right? Wow. And so um, th- this is a process of peeling back the layers and you actually over time start to feel younger and younger and younger wow. um, because now your tissue is getting healthy, your meridians are flowing. You start start to move out of your head, into your mind, I mean, out of your head, out of your mind and back into your body, you know, allowing really the heart and the gut to lead the way rather than all the conditioning and the patterns that we picked up, you know, from, you know, the time we were born and um, from our experiences. So, uh, going back to the homework, we have the physical, which people look at as a luxury, right? Mm-hmm. They think, oh, getting either massage or doing this type of work is a luxury. It's no, it's actually a necessity because yeah. it's not like cars where we go, okay, I'm done with this car, I'm gonna trade it in and get a right. new one. Like this is the only body you get. It's the only and vessel so, you gotta drive. Yes, yeah, so yeah. You gotta get your oil changed, you gotta change yeah. your wheels, you yeah. Know, you gotta rewire. Yeah. You know, the the self. And so we got the physical body, the tissue work. And then um, this, these strengthening and stretch stretching exercises, mm. where I'm using mostly resistance based, because Newton has a law that's you need equal or greater force to create change. Mm. And so the muscles they get short and tight over time. Yes. So actually, in order to lengthen the belly of the muscle, there needs to be some sort of force or resistance yeah. and so use this and then you know introduce breath and breath is where the emotion lives so now you get the you know the emotional yeah. body coming in with yeah. the physical body and then once you're releasing that then we have some mental you know releases that come through and um some modalities where i take people through active meditations where they're literally repeating verbatim after me and wow. we locating negative energies and false projections that were placed on you Mm. and then we're you know sending them back to to the light wow and then you know filling back up with uh affirmations which affirmations are you know simple yet profound I am statements so you know going back to um, you know some some people listening may not know what cassette tapes are but we had (laughs)
0: cassette tapes when we were younger
1: and you know sometimes you'd have a cassette tape that had love songs and other times it was hip hop right so we have these cassette tapes from when we were younger running in the back of our minds and we're building our lives on this and so rather than having these distorted cassette tapes we're now creating new ones so you know you want a life of peace, you want a life of love, you want to, you know, a life of, you know, these high vibrational, Mm. you know, qualities Mm -hmm. and experiences. Well, we, you know, we start to create these new cassette tapes. And so there's, there's a lot that goes into to the work, you know, not all of it is physical yet if we don't clean and create space in the physical body well Mm -hmm. then a lot of the other work that we're doing there's just really no room for it to land Mm -hmm. and so again going back to we have these physical mental emotional spiritual energetic bodies we want to one get them all working at their optimal levels. We want to get them in the same room with each other. And then most importantly, we want to get them communicating with each other so that they're all, so that's the whole self. You know, most people, they feel the disconnection from self because maybe they're just working in the physical part of their body. And so they're not, um, you know, they have a rather... Uh, lack of um, relationship with Mm -hmm. their emotional or mental self. So anytime something like that comes up, they may either shut down or get frustrated or lash out. And it's because they actually, they don't have any relationship with with that part of them. And so there's homework to do in each one so that, you know, we we start to... empower uh, ourselves not just physically but also um, get the education on what's going on with us you know um, mentally and emotionally which you know uh, then leads us into the spiritual world which is my favorite Yeah. because the spiritual world is the world you can't see Mm. yet it's really running the whole show and so if you think you're just going physical and not doing any spiritual work well there's going to be a wall you hit Mm. and so um Just sounds like hella work.
0: I was <laughs> <laughs> listening to you like, damn, I got some of those pieces together, but I gotta get all yeah. of them together.
1: Yeah. And the great thing is is that, you know, I break it up into really simple, yeah. simple steps, you know. Right. So it sounds like a lot, um and it is a lot, yet um there's there's ways to do it. So it's it's right. it's simple and easy and there's almost really no excuse yeah there's
0: no excuse of taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. there's no excuse to not be aligned there's no excuse to not put yourself first and take care of yourself yeah so to everyone listening you're probably thinking like me like damn (laughs) my mental physical spiritual all of that yes it should be aligned because that's how you vibrate at your highest frequency And we all deserve to be that light beam. We all deserve to be at that level of life. But it's discipline and it takes work. Yeah. So don't be afraid, you know, to everyone listening. Um, I just encourage everyone to be open-minded because what Gabby's explaining is really important. And I think a lot of people, like you said, might only work on their physical and think the mental and emotional are fine. No, We're all, it's all connected, mm-hmm. literally. And then you have the spiritual. You know what I mean? With what you do with your work, can you share like one of probably the most profound moments that you had working on someone? Because I know a lot of people probably come to you with a lot of different, you know, ailments. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there any specific, you know, ailment that you were like, whoa, you know what I mean? Not naming any names, obviously, but an example to where you felt and you saw, I mean, we all know that I know that you change Mm -hmm. people's lives. But was there something that really shifted you when you did this work, maybe in the early stages of your career as a yeah. healer?
1: Well, yeah, so I could talk about an experience that I've had with someone else, and I could also talk, you know, about my own experience. Yes. And I think... Let's talk about your own experience yeah. first. I would say, because that would then lead me up up into yes. uh, taking someone else through through the space, because I remember when I first started doing this work, yeah. um, uh, my... Um, Uh, One of my mentors had said to me, you're either the message or the messenger. Mm. Did y'all hear that? You're either the message or the messenger. And so the messenger is somebody who learns something and then they spew it out. Mm -hmm. And then the message, they actually learn the work, they do the work, they become the work. And so they are the message themselves. Mm. And so the moment that I heard that, I was like, I'm not going to be a messenger. No. There's a motherfucking message. I'm the, message. I'm the message. Yeah. And you know, I think having this vision of myself as this light when I was younger, it was easy for me to stick with that because as you're trying to change your behavior mm-hmm. No one wants you to change your behavior. So yeah. while you're doing this, it it's feels very lonely at first because mm. then no one knows how to relate to you anymore. Yeah. No one knows this new you. Yeah. They're <laughs> used to the old Gabby. Yeah. So Wow. Yeah. That's intriguing. So, you know, this, this one vision of myself as I'm younger really helped to ground me and go, mm. okay, well, you can do this because... You, you had you were born with the light, right? You know, so that was my baseline, right? Um, that kept pulling me back to you. You can you can do this, yeah. Um, so because I was suffering, I don't know if I want to use the word suffer. Let me let me pause on that. Yeah, I had experienced a very high level of anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was very high-functioning, so no one really knew Mm. that I was suffering except Mm. for a few of my friends behind closed doors. Mm. Um, My mom doesn't really like the story because my (laughs) my mom didn't really know. Yeah. Because I I came off like this. I was the same, I'm the same way. Completely high-functioning, no one knows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. so I
0: I relate. In my past, it was bad.
1: Yeah, and so my girlfriend, uh, she kept sending me, uh, numbers to, to, doctors and being like, you know, maybe you should go speak and talk to this person. And I was like, no, that's not the way. That's not the way. That's not the way. And, um, I happened to be, I think I was 28 years old. I was going from New York to LA and I was seated next to a former Navy seal who specialized in releasing stress and trauma from the body, brain and nervous system. Mm-hmm. And, um, after my first session with him, I just looked at him and I said, I need to know everything you know. And that's when he started to break down all these worlds and bodies for me, but not only break it down in a way where I was able to understand it, I actually had to go through the work myself. So I actually had to feel all the things that I just explained in the beginning that I take people through. I had to go through it. Yourself. Myself. And so the most profound thing was um, going back to the tape decks. I had a tape deck that said, you're fat, 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 you're fat. Mm. And every time I worked out, I was thinking about my next workout. And then mm. my next workout, I was thinking my, my ne- mm. Like, my mind was never... I was never really mm. where I was. I mm. was always thinking about where when I was working out next. Right. And, like, I couldn't ever relax. Right. So the moment where I remember there was a few weeks where... Uh, my alarm was going off in the morning for my morning cardio <laughs> and I was just shutting it off and sleeping through it and mm-hmm. I was like, after a few weeks, wow okay. You stopped that cassette I, That cassette started to sl- slow yeah. down and I was like, alright I still woke up and I right. went about my day but I wasn't thinking about when I was going to work out mm. and I was like, okay there's there's some space, right? there's freedom here, right? you know, and then I started to work out because i enjoyed moving my body and sweating mm. not and i realized what i was thinking about mm. while i was working out um what would happen was i would go to the weight room and i would pick up a weight and my hands didn't want the metal in it it was wow. like it was almost too rough wow so then i just started going you know uh, Playing in my room again, you know, putting on the music and dancing and sweating. And if I wanted to, I get down and do push-ups. If yes. I wanted to, I do squats. But as yes. long as I was moving, um, and I started to have a lot more fun. And how so, long did it take for you to stop that? Like,
0: how long did it take? Because there's probably people that are listening to this that could relate, especially to this weight issue. I think for women, years. wow, guys, did you hear that?
1: Five years. It took you five years yeah. to stop a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was in your head. It was playing so fast wow. for thirty years. Wow. So you wow. know when people come to me and you know uh, uh, this is what I'm, I find unfortunate. and I have to. I feel like I'm fighting against mm-hmm. it. Like I'm playing a tug of war. Mm-hmm. There's so many modalities and so many programs online now that people are like, oh, in three months or like it takes twenty eight days yeah. to change behavior, and yeah. then people like they not, bullshit. Uh, no one's really coming out there and saying, hey, look, if you have back pain, it's coming from the front of your body. Mm. Hey, look, if you actually want to, like, change the cells in your body, it's going to take you seven years. Like... it's I, no overnight I, okay, fix, bro. my mentor said. <laughs> it's going to take seven years. I said, sign me up. Mm sign me up because at that time I was like, okay, I'm 28. So then I'll be free from all this shit that I've been suffering from by the time I'm 35. I'm in,
0: I'm in. What a gift. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. a gift. So let's rewind a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you get on a plane, you sit by Mm -hmm. this Marine. Mm -hmm. He says, I heal
1: people from trauma. No, I don't even remember what he said. Really? No, this is the best part. He, uh, I, now I'm high, right? Like <laughs> yeah. I must have smoked a blunt and took some pills, and yeah, yeah that that was the kind of game I was playing at yeah. that time. And I got on the plane, yeah, and uh, he's he's in the window, and I'm in the middle, and I sit down, and I you know you buckle yourself in, yeah. and then I look out over at him. He looks at me, and he's like, "Hi, my name is yeah you know, Christopher," and I was like, "Hi." My name's Gabby. And then all of a sudden I like turn forward and I close my eyes and it was like this bright light took over the whole plane. And this wow. is all a matter of 15 seconds that, wow. that this is going on. I close my eyes and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. He can see me naked. I'm exposed. Oh, my God. Get yourself together. Get it together. You're cool, calm, collected. Three yeah. C's. Cool, calm, um. collected. This is hilarious. And then I look at him, and he looks at me, and I don't remember what he said for these five hours. Mm. The only thing I remember him saying, though, is, we're going to work together one day. Wow. And I was like, okay. And, um... And when I got off the plane, it was like I was Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, I had this fire coming out of my house. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I met this guy on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. And i calling everyone, and everyone was like, calm down, you're crazy. And I said I was going to go do a session with this guy at his house. And my dad was like, you're not going to his house. And my boyfriend at the time said, you're not going to his house. And I ended up canceling this session that I had with him. Really? Yeah. And so, because they were like, you can't even find him on Yeah, who Google. is this guy? Like, I see Yeah. I was like, okay, so I canceled the session. And let's just say the session was Friday at 12 o'clock. Right. right. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, doesn't matter. But um, the days leading up to it, I started to notice the change in my behavior and I started to get really angry and snappy. Mm -hmm. And the morning of that Friday, I remember waking up and being like, you know, I said to to my boyfriend, uh, you know, music, I know the body, I'm going. Mm. and i uh I texted the guy I said, "Do you have an opening today?" And he's like, "Be here at twelve o'clock Wow and when I walked in, it was a very interesting uh setup, but uh he ended up uh taking me to to this room. it was like all pink, and I sat on a couch across from him, and he said, "So why are you here?" and I said, "What do you mean i told me to come yeah, I made you on a plane remember right and he's like, Yeah, but why are you here and i said Cause you told me to be here. Yeah. And he's like, no. Why are you really here? And I didn't get it. I didn't understand until like probably the first year um, how much tension I had wow. and how much stress was running my show. Mm. And um, only when I started to pull the stress out of my body did I actually understand um, and know because there's understanding and knowing. Yeah. Right. Knowing as you've experienced it. And right. So I experienced the stress coming out of my body and feeling lighter and lighter. And um, I stopped reaching for, for the weed and I stopped reaching for the drinks and mm. I stopped waking up in the morning for this morning cardio. Mm. And, you know, a lot of the behaviors that just had me on this hamster wheel, they started to stop pulling at my neck and stopped choking me. And wow. so there was a lot more space for me to actually feel the things that I was, you know, either running mm-hmm. away from and burying. Yeah. And so that was another process of now having to uh, become friends with my emotions. Yeah.
0: How you feeling, sis? I just wanted to check in, make sure you're feeling good, making sure you feel lifted, make sure you feel supported. Take a couple breaths. Let's recenter. Let's get back into it. got this well first I want to tell you I'm proud of you for following your intuition I think a lot of us don't do that but we know best so Mm -hmm. when your boyfriend and your dad's like no 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 but there's something fucking pinging you for a reason Mm -hmm. and it might have taken you a week or two weeks or three months but you finally followed it Mm -hmm. so to everyone listening please and look i'm not the best at this either but i'm working on it i literally got the north star on my finger so Mm -hmm. i can look at it when i start questioning my own knowing follow your intuition because you know you don't gotta ask your man you don't gotta ask your daddy ask yourself because look where it led you yeah it led you to the space of healing of major healing what did it feel like to release that type of stress you know, having these type of addictions, like a lot of us have, whether it's weed, whether it's liquor, whether it's, you know, relationships. Like, what did it feel like when you were releasing this stress, when you were doing this work with your mentor? Uh, oh,
1: you know, sometimes um, if I like to... Give visualizations. A yeah. Lot. So if you went to the circus and the uh, one of the magicians starts pulling out the scarf. Yeah, that, right? the never ending scarf that yeah. keeps going. And yeah. it's different colors. And yeah. So sometimes we were pulling out sadness and other times we were pulling out, you know, depression mm-hmm. and other times grief and mm. other times, you know, whatever it is that I was storing inside. <sighs> so, you know, sometimes I would feel it as it was coming out of the body. Yeah. And I'd have to deal with it for, you know, two, three, four months sometimes. Wow. Depending again on how long you know I was really shoving it in right um, yet even though these were the feelings that were coming out there was a um, there was a light that was, that was coming out of me at the mm. same time, so I was feeling lighter and a lot less burdened. Mm. Um, and so, you know, so, being sober during during that time um, was different because my world before that was, you know, um, it wasn't sobering. Right. I mean, when you're thinking about smoking and when you're thinking about working out and counting calories and yes. you know, um, really just not being present. That's a whole different. Um, experience in your life. So now I'm being present to what's going on for me. And so even though a lot of times it didn't feel good, Mm -hmm. it felt right. Mm. And so, um, yeah, there was a lot of that. And then after, after that, everything started to just feel really good.
0: Really? Yeah. How long did it take? How long did it take for things to get really good? Because I know, Mm -hmm. I know it takes a while and I know what we endure, I mean, we're piling this shit out into, onto our bodies mm-hmm. since birth. Yeah. You know what I mean? This shit is on our bodies. The body keeps the score, which yeah. is a great book y'all yeah. need to read if you haven't read it yet. Our bodies do keep the score. And you know, I haven't done any of the healing yet. I will guys, and we'll have a follow-up with Gabby, and I'll I'll share with you, you know, the magic that I do feel. But like, with with what I, with the work I've been doing and still doing, I still feel like I have a light years to go and it's a beautiful journey because a lot of people need to understand that it's not a linear process Mm -hmm. because I'm sure Gabby, when you're going through this healing and when you're releasing that stress and letting go, you probably had some dark times because that shit's hard. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I had some super dark times when I was healing things. I was crying. I was by myself. I was able to finally like Ask for help mm-hmm. and have support from friends and people that really love me, which is one of the best things ever. And ladies, if you're listening, sup- have support around you when you do this because I think that's key um, in healing. For you,
1: how long did it take, and are you still on the journey? I'll always be on the journey. Mm. It's so fun. Mm. That's it's a it's. A, it's it's never ending. Yeah. You know, so again, yes. it's like, it's, it's like that scarf that yeah. you're pulling out. It's it just, keeps it's, fucking yeah. going. People, people keep saying, when is it going to be over? When is <laughs> yeah. it going to be over? Well, guess what? Even when you die, it's still going. Yeah. Your soul keeps yes. going. So your wherever. Spirit. Yeah, your spirit. So, you know, my belief is wherever you stopped at, that, that's where you pick up on your last Ooh. lifetime. So people may be mad about what they got this last lifetime, but that's the work that you, you know. Yes. That you're given this lifetime. Yes. So Wow So you know
0: that's powerful yes. and it's up to you to stop that pattern mm-hmm. and to yeah. continue anew
1: in the next lifetime yeah Oof, so, I just got chills dude yeah that. so it's for me true. you know one of my friends laughs at me because I you know I tell her I'm doing this work so I don't have to come back <laughs> I'm like I'm just it. it's gotta be all life by the time I leave like there's gotta be nothing because this, this is tiring like I'm like do I get yeah. to I wanna, I wanna go like all dogs go to heaven like yeah. I'm like hoping to get with the dogs like yeah. I'm not going with the humans I'm going to, to go with the dog thing pasta yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so uh so that's kind of my my running joke but um uh to go back um specifically so when i say this um you know it took me about six years mm-hmm. doesn't mean that i didn't have moments of feeling good during these six years right but when i noticed that i felt good 98 percent of the time mm. 6 years. Mm. And it was almost every single day I was just waking up like super happy mm. and just like ready to take on whatever whatever the you know world had for me yeah. that day. And so yeah, 6 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So
0: everyone listening, it's okay where you are right now in your journey. It's okay. Yeah. Because Gabby's healing and my healing, it's going to be different timeframes. Your healing is going to be different timeframes because we have different things to heal physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. We're all so different. And I think a lot of people get stuck on this idea like, oh, well, like she's already healed. Like she's a lot better. Like she's in a healthy relationship now. Or like she stopped drinking. I'm still
1: having like this comparison thing Mm -hmm. with the healing. Right. I mean, I had I hate that issue. That word so much. Isn't it? I just—they made it sound so nice. Yeah, like, healing sounds like butterflies and clouds, and it's like the most destructive fucking thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. It is, and it's spirals. It's not <laughs> yeah. linear. Like. I
0: mean, no, don't get it twisted. You get some really high highs, but then I fucking experience some low lows. Yeah, it's not. It did. They do make it seem like it's some um, like floaty butter. No. Mm-mm. It's a journey yeah. and it's a roller coaster. And just the fact that you fucking got on that roller coaster, you should pat yourself on the back. You already won in my book. Thank you. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, you chose to give yourself a better life for you. Yeah. And then you benefit everyone else around you. And now you're literally changing people's lives. You're of service to us, which is beyond. So thank you for that. So to everyone listening, I know they're probably thinking like, okay, I got to go see Gabby now. (laughs) Like, where's Gabby? Let me get her. What do you do to people? Like, is it breath work? Is it the stretching? Is it, you know, I know it's a -hmm. a couple of different modalities, but can you tell the listeners, you know, what would be a session like with you? Like when they come in, what would they experience? Is it a consultation and you work on different things? like? I want the listeners to know like what you you do or what you mm-hmm. would provide for them because you literally change lives. Yeah.
1: Okay, so um so I can do all this work um you know, virtually as well. Mm-hmm. Um and I can do it in groups of people and I can do it, you know, one on one. Yes. Um and so I think of the, the body as an instrument, mm-hmm. and instruments, before you play them, they got to get in tune. Yes. Right? Yeah. So before I even touch somebody physically, um, this, doesn't, this doesn't go for everyone, I'll just take you through a session that I went through yesterday, okay? Yes. So I had uh, I don't use a table, I use the floor, I set mm-hmm. it up, it's super comfortable, mm-hmm. and cushiony, Right. Um, so lay you down. And first, we always connect to the breath. Mm-hmm. It's always about breath because your breath is your life breath. force energy. Yes. Right? And your breath actually is your emotion. Mm. And so. Do y'all hear this? I hope y'all guys are hearing this. As you're breathing right now, I want you you take a deep
0: <laughs> breath? Because, God, people forget how powerful our breath is. Yeah. The breath.
1: Our breath is the vacuum, right? Yes. So think again our home. This is our home. Yes. We have to clean our inside yes. with our breath. And we're only using about 60% of our lung capacity throughout the day, which means we're holding on to stale air in our <sighs> belly and our lungs, which then affects our brain and our behavior. Yo. That's wild. Yeah. So <laughs> So, breath. always connecting to the breath. Yes. Okay. And having them, you know, I take them through also a guided meditation mm-hmm. to bring them into their body. We start visualizing some light taking over their mm-hmm. body from head to toe. Mm-hmm. And then also their auric field, which is mm-hmm. the inner, the, you know, the, uh, let's just say 10 feet out from you, from, you know, yeah. uh, from top to bottom, side to side, up and above. Yes. Through and through. And yeah. so we start to then fill up that with another light. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you know, putting yourself in this almost like Protective, energetic bubble. And you're getting yourself into a space where you feel safe to actually, then for me to ask permission to actually touch you. Mm. Right. Mm. And then, um, once, once we ground and we end up in the same, you know, space together, that's when your body will start talking to me and mm. I will, uh, then, um, start doing some, some physical mosh. It's called moshing m-a-x-i-n-g where i'm using my feet to break up the tissue Mm. and while i'm working on your tissue your body may start talking to me in a different Mm. way where sometimes i'll hear feet Mm. and i'm like okay and then i wait to hear it like three times Mm. and then i'm you know i continue working on this part Mm -hmm. that i'm working on and it Mm -hmm. goes feet 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 Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay duly noted i'm going to their feet at some point Mm. (laughs) right and then sure enough if I by the end of the session I get to their feet that's where a lot of the energy was trapped Mm. and so the body will be talking to me while I'm actually working on it wow um leading the way right so um actually it's a co-creation in this session um and I'm just tuning in and because of the cleanup work that I've done on my body right my antennas are clean and clear Mm. so I get the signal Mm. and we're actually all designed to be able to hear think sense smell You know, yeah, um, yeah, if yeah, if our antennas are are clogged or they're staticky, we can't we can't hear or get the download. And so I always like to say, I'm no more special than you. I've just done I've just done a lot more homework in this area, and this is where I study, and this is where this is your focus. This is where my focus is, and so I get people to actually tap into these places and spaces while I'm working on them physically, and then you know take them through some stretches that their body is telling me where they're where they're tight and where they're holding tension um and where there needs to be space mm. and then we we close with a um with either an affirmation or a body of light which a body of light is a um an active meditation again where you repeat after me um and it's directed solely to what it is that you're going through at that time or what you'd like to call into your life right and so it's really created for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's kind of a journey to me. It sounds like a journey of release. Mm -hmm. It's whatever you're dealing with at that time and space. I mean, I believe in all of these modalities. Um, breathwork has changed my life. Acupuncture to me is like, I go monthly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've been to healers, um, and I've experienced some of the most profound changes in my life mentally physically spiritually you know so i can't wait to experience you gabby and you know to everyone listening be open-minded there's a lot of people that aren't into you know these ideas yet. I mean, I think our world right now, our society is becoming more open and, to, and more, you know, aware that we are capable of healing our own bodies. Mm-hmm. Everything is within us. And like you said, if your antennas are clogged, bro, you're not going to be able to feel it. You know, sis, so like you need to really be able to just be yeah. and to feel and to,
1: I think the key
0: for me was to surrender.
1: Well, the key is to <laughs> surrender, right? Yeah, the key is to surrender, yet the challenge with surrendering is most people have never actually experienced what surrendering feels like because mm. they've never been in the presence of someone that they actually feel mm. comfortable enough mm-hmm. to surrender. So no one actually understands yeah. and knows what surrender means. So mm. they can't even get there. Mm. They don't even know to ask for mm. that because mm. they've never actually felt it. And then once you <laughs> feel it, one time, yeah. that's what you, you just start craving, that's that surrender. I kind of have tears in my eyes right now because I think of surrender. Yeah. And as a
0: woman, we're always supposed to be so, so fucking strong. You know, especially women of color, right? Mm. All women, we're so fucking strong. We have to have our shit together, you know? We're taking care of the kids. We're taking care of, you know, our men. We're doing our fucking careers. We're taking care of ourselves. Like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we can't. We a lot of us act like we can't break, like we can't surrender. And I saw that through my mom. Mm-hmm. I saw it within my grandmother. And you know, there's this quote that's going on, uh, that's going around that talks about you know breaking that ancestral pattern. Yeah. I can't think of the meme right now. But like being that person to break those ancestral patterns. And I remember when I chose to surrender, I was like, oh. The lineage breaker. Yes. The lineage breaker. Yes. You're breaking that shit up. Mm -hmm. So to everyone that is choosing to heal themselves, I'm so fucking proud of you. Because it's not easy. And as a woman, and especially as a man, really say, you know... I am choosing to heal myself. You're doing it for more than just yourself. You're doing it literally for everything, for everyone, for your legacy uh, beyond and beyond and beyond, and I think you're a living testament of that. Yeah. How does that make you feel? What does surrender mean to you?
1: Um Well, I just want to piggyback off of what you said for a second. So it's really important that people actually understand that when they're doing work like this, it's going to feel like a tug of war because energetically you have a whole system that came before you that almost doesn't want to break, right? So again, you're not only cleaning up the work for the people that are coming after you, but for the people who Mm -hmm. actually got you here. Mm -hmm. So there's a tug of war and the lineage breaker, that's a big, big job. That's a heavy, heavy job. So, um, that's what it feels like and that's why it's not this easy linear thing right right is right. um when you tug when you're pulling a tug of war that knot it gets tighter and tighter and tighter it really does right so then yes you know and you're trying to loosen it up so yeah. it's always going to try to pull you yeah pull you back yeah you know your old self and uh ways of being um the, the word surrender <sighs> you know what taught me surrender tango Yo, you told me about tango. I just Tang- talked about this the yeah. other day about tango. I want to learn how to tango. Tango was the best, the, one of the best things that, that ever came into my life. Wow. Because... They're the, talking about tango dancing, y'all, yeah. just so you know. It's like the tango salsa <laughs> dance, the tango,
0: yeah. they come and yeah. grab you tango.
1: Yeah, because the woman, she's got to fall back and she's got to yeah. she's got follow follow the guy. Yeah. So if you even try to step before the guy steps, you step on his toes. Mm. So you literally have to fall back, you have to breathe, and you actually have to feel the way, in, you're not looking down at your feet, right. you have to feel the way and where he wants to move you in order to step. And so I learned so much about surrender in tango. And, um, you know, we have these, uh, you know, our right side of the body is masculine, the left side yeah. of the body is feminine, yeah. and so, you know, um, femininity is all about receiving, yes. and so the, one Amen. of the reasons why, you know, us as women, we feel like, you know, go, 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 it's, it's actually a very masculine, mm. you know, quality, mm. and so us women have adopted this way of, um, of being, and then being like, well, I don't need a man, or whatever, it's like, no, actually, I need a man. I want a man. You want a man. It's a choice. It's duality, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, but if you're constantly in that go, 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 and in that masculine role, well, then you're really denying yourself Mm. of what it is that you really actually desire. And it's a different type of hustle. Yeah. It's a different type of hustle. And that feminine hustle, that's where the surrender is. Mm. And um, I have to tell you, I've been enjoying that a lot more than the masculine (laughs) hustle that I played for so long. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Cause yeah. it is, you know, yeah. there's
0: ah, I had there's a lot of masculine in me, a lot of masculine in me, but there's a lot of feminine in me. And I've been exploring that so much more. Mm. And I love both parts. What do I like to experience more? I like mm. being soft. I don't want to be hard anymore, yeah. you know? And that's happened with my healing too. And as I, the more I surrender, the more I'm like, oh, I don't have to be hard. Oh, I don't have to be. I know, all these things created this shell around me, but that's not who I actually am at my core.
1: And think about the word, right? So we think of the word surrender. Yeah, it feels like it's soft. Yes, it feels soft. Yes, yes, healing is about softening. Yes, and softening. softening and surrendering. Yes, and flowing. Yes
0: and stepping into your power, because ladies, I'm telling you, when you are your feminine power, look, a feminine masculine, we are the duality. I feel like we are the most powerful beings on earth. Sorry, men, I do believe that. I love every man, every male listening, but us women, we have the special power. And once you really step into that feminine, it's a motherfucking wrap. Yeah. You know, it took me a long time and I'm still stepping into it, but I feel the difference in me. Yeah. You know and it's started from surrender from saying i don't want to be hard i don't want to act like this or i don't want to you know act tough i do need help i do want support i love love you know i have faith i still believe you know but a lot of us get jaded a lot of us never heal
1: yeah and so it, it, everything always circles back and i and i love it so when you ask me what it is that i do yes. in the sessions is yes. i create a space for you to actually experience surrender mm. and so mm. sometimes i gotta go physical first sometimes yes. i gotta go to emotional sometimes your body will tell me where i need to go and yeah order to diffuse that bomb yes. so that i can get you to a place to yeah. actually surrender and receive wow and so, um, you yeah, and you deserve to receive. Yeah. Everyone listening deserves to
0: receive. Everyone. Yeah. We all do. Because we all give. You know, we give. That's what we do as women. We're literally here to give life. <laughs> One
1: earth. <laughs> I, I forgot. Um, I feel like I'm going to butcher this. What? Um, but Muhammad Ali said that uh, our services are rent. hmm for our, our place on this planet yeah and he said rent is due every day mm. mm-hmm and so the service you give to others yes and so yeah um for me this this is the the service yeah this is the service yeah
0: which know. is so beautiful man i'm so proud of you <laughs> and <Thank> because <laughs> the service is needed and i feel like the service will change the world yeah. you know the more and more we become brave the more and more we become aware and conscious of who we are, what we are, why we are here, the more we are open to surrender, to have these experiences with healers like yourself. Um, So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for being you and being of service to us. So I usually ask this to our guests because as a woman, especially as a young woman becoming a woman, your younger self Gabby at 21, take a minute right now and just look at her. <laughs> what would you say to Gabby at 21? Because I remember myself in my 20s. Oh my God. I used to always say my 18s were crazy because when I was 18, I was low-key already 21 because I was already in the clubs and I was already drinking. But at 21, to the Gabby now, what would
1: you tell her looking back? Wow. Wow. Two things come to mind. Um, so I'll just go with the, fir- with the first things that come mm-hmm. to me. One is, um, there's no such thing as perfect. Oof. Amen, so, baby. Permission permission to uh, yes. stop trying to be perfect. Yes. And the second one is, go take a vacation. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it. Take a vacation. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. I I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Tell everyone where they can find you, your website, uh, where they can contact you, because I know there's going to be a lot of incredible things happening here
1: from this conversation. GabrielleJoyce.com. So G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E-J-O-Y-C-E.com perfect you guys can book sessions
0: there i'm gonna book a session um and i'm gonna come back and let y'all know all the shit that i'm still holding on to and experiencing because i'm not ashamed of myself um i'm not ashamed of what i do have in me that i'm still storing i mean it's crazy because you know gabby and i have been talking but i feel like when you experience someone when you're healing them it's a different experience Mm -hmm. And I fucking love getting deeper and I fucking love getting dirty. And I love just releasing all these things that, you know, I tell you that I'm fucking good with, but I low key know that st- it's still in me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to experience your healing and I'm going to come back and tell all the ladies about it yeah. um, and men um, because we all need it, men and women. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, you'll be back on the pod because we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come back and review. You know what thank I mean? Thank you for having me. Yes. this was really fun. Thank I you. I have chilled. And yeah,
1: I'm so looking forward to working on you.
0: Dude, you're the best. Yeah. Thank you so much oh. to every woman, to every man. We got this. We got this. We got this. We got this. I appreciate you all.